Continuing the discussion of Sri Vishnu Sahasranama. Those who listen to these talks might think that they're a tad philosophical or very, very, very scholarly. And we might think that it's somewhat more scholarly than devotional. That is a misunderstanding. The great Acharyas who have made their commentaries are certainly great scholars. And actually, although I'm consulting and elaborating on the uh, commentaries of the Acharyas who have, who have given the meanings of these names, I'm only touching on their scholarship, which is really profound, how much Sanskrit they've quoted and all the different Sanskrit grammatical rules by which this name can be understood in this way, only just touching on it. So their scholarship is their devotion. It's not that Devotion is only patram pushpam palam tayam, offering fruit, flowers, leaves, and waters to Krishna. It's not that it's only uh, doing deity worship. There are so many different aspects. And Krishna is very pleased with his devotees who undertake the considerable mental labor, intellectual labor, of making commentaries on 1,000 names. They may say, well, that's more for the scholarly types, this, that. But, but our own Baladev Vidyabhushan, who is a, a, the Gauriya Vedanta Acharya, he's a Gauriya Vaishnava. And yeah, he says, yes, scholarly Vedanta, all this thing. But of course, Baladev Vidyabhushan, he's a great devotee. Uh, Jiva Goswami, sometimes the Sahajiyas criticize him. Oh, he's just a scholar. And he's done very scholarly works, no doubt. His uh, analysis of the Srimad Bhagavatam in his Shachandarbha uh, brings us to the point, the, the Sandarbhas bring us ultimately to the point of the Preeti Sandarbha, which is an analysis of Preeti, pure love. And he himself has written so many highly devotional works, uh, this... Uh, Gopal Champu is a, is a major work uh, of description of the pastimes of Krishna. So it's not that scholarship and devotion are different things. Krishna also enjoys this. Uh, he gives us Bhagavad Gita. He gives us all the Vedas. Uh, different people have different tastes. And those who chant... Vishnu Sahasranam, if they study the commentaries, that will enhance their chanting also. Because although we just go through one name very quickly, just like now I'm going to go through name 950, Adhara Nilayaha. So you just, in the chanting, you'll just say it, but in the mind will flash the meaning of it if one studies the commentaries. And, and different devotees who have who have studied the, the commentators, they will give somewhat different meanings or sometimes very different angles altogether 
So, according to the commentator, you'll you'll get the meaning just quickly in your mind. Otherwise, if we don't study the commentaries, that's also good to chant the names. But if we can have some understanding of what they mean, it will so much enrich our experience. Bhishma is chanting the names. And what did he understand? <laughs> so many things. Just with each name, there are so many meanings can be understood. Uh, so let's go on to name 950. Name 950 is another milestone for me in this uh, long series of talks. Another milestone means, uh, yeah, 50 names and another 50 to go in our discussion. Name 950 is Adhara Nilyaha. Adhara is a fairly common word. Uh, it means the uh, basis, the support, and Nilayaha, Nilay, means the abode. So he is the abode of the support. So it comes again, as we've had in several names, the support of the support. The commentators mostly describe this to mean the support or the abode of those who support the world. And when we think support the world, we may think physically like the diggudges, the elephants, the massive elephants who support the earth, Anantashesh, the turtles supporting the earth. But actually, none, that came to my mind. But none of the commentators uh, have touched on this. So there's always room to make some more meaning. Uh, Madhvacharya proposed that it was well and truly possible to give a thousand interpretations of each name. So that could be one of them uh, for this name. But the... Uh, commentator, well, Parasha Bhatta uh, gives those who support the world uh, the support of the support of those who support the world. And uh, some commentators, Satyadeva Vashishta has given that, well, the support of the world is the great demigods, such as Brahma, Shiva, Indra, the sun, the moon, all the different planets, they support the world. And Krishna is the support of all of them. Another angle is there the Panchamahabhutas, the, uh, the five gross elements are the solid support or the, the basis of this world. And Krishna's the basis of that. And Krishna is also present in every living being as the antaryami, the, which literally means the indweller. And he supports the living beings in everything they do. We think, ah, and now I'll just scratch my head here. And we don't usually even think about it. If we do it, we just do it. But we're able to do that because he is empowering us to do that. This word empowerment 
is a big word in contemporary discussion. It was empowered to win the race or empowered to take charge of a country. But we need his power to do every little thing, not only big things. We know from Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says, Bhumirapo nalo vayo kangmano buddhirevacha ahankara itiangme bhina prakriti ashtadha. These eight elements, the five gross elements, earth, water, fire, air, ether, panchamaha, bhuta, and then the three subtle elements, mind, intelligence, false ego. Krishna says these are my separated material energies. These are Krishna's energies. He supports them, or they can be grouped uh, as the material energy. Of course, material energy by Sankhya philosophy, we, there, there are more manifestations. There are the, 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 the senses, knowledge-acquiring senses, Gyan Indriya. And then in Vedic terminology, there's also the Karmendriya. They're also called senses, the senses of which do things, just like the hands do work, the, the legs move us to one place or another. So, and then there are the sense objects. There are the three modes of material nature. Then there is Mahat, Mahat Tattva, from which everything is manifest. So these are the ingredients of the material world and Krishna is the support of them. Then in the next verse in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says, Krishna says, apart from this gross material energies of mine, which he supports, which is implicit in that statement, there's also another energy of Krishna, is Krishna's energy, the superior energy, the spiritual energy, the jivas. And Krishna says, which is important to understand this name, Adhara Nilayaha, that they, the jivas, Dharyate Jagat, Adhara Dharyate. So they maintain or they support the world because the jivas want a world to be separate from Krishna. So in that sense, they sustain the world. So they are the support of the world. The world is, this material world exists because of we conditioned jivas, uh, rebelliousness against Krishna. But Krishna is the support of the jivas. Another way of looking at it, Parashrabhata says that the great devotees, and he gives the example of Prahlad, Vibhishana, the Pandavas, their righteous conduct, the way they live their lives, is an example for us, and they serve as the support of the world because there's no use to have a world unless there are, there's no use to have a material world unless there are great devotees who come into this world and show us how to live in a way that we can follow their example. And Bhagawan is the support or the abode of such great pious people. Parasha Bhatta quotes from Vishnu Smriti, as he very often does, 
Vanashrama achara para santa shastraika tatparaha twam dhare dhare shanti te tvad bharam ahitam O Mother Earth, those who strictly adhere to the rules of conduct stipulated for the different varnas and ashrams, the different sections of society and the different stages of life, and also, though, and simultaneously follow the, all the other dictates of the Shastras, they are the support of the earth. The earth has the great burden to support everything upon it, but <clears throat> her burden rests on the persons who act piously. Her burden is lightened. It, it, it's something like the mother, Mother Earth. She, just like a mother, is very happy to support the children. So in the same way, Mother Earth is very happy to support the pious people. So it doesn't feel like a burden. And of course, Krishna is the support of the earth. Now, here is mentioned adherence to the Varnashram Dharma. Uh, it's because of this the earth keeps going. Because she knows that Krishna wants this. This is the beginning of civilization. Krishna wants this. So he supports those who observe this, uh, the righteous activities. They are the support of the earth, and he supports them. Also, he lives in those who support the earth through their uh, life in harmony with him, through their dharmic life, adhara. Uh, from Gita, we have udhara sarva evaite jnani tvatmaiva mematam Astita sahiyuktatma mamevanutamam gatim. Krishna says, all of these are great souls, no doubt. He's referring to the uh, different kinds of people who approach him. The arto, jignasa, artarti, and jnani. The distressed, the desirer of wealth, the inquisitive, and one who is in knowledge of his glory. So Krishna says, these are all udara, these are all uh, liberal personalities. They've opened themselves to him. But Krishna says, I deem the jnani, the person in knowledge of his own glories, to be my own self, for he is devoted to me alone as the highest end. He's just like myself, Krishna says. He takes him to be so close to him. <clears throat> so such devotees, they live in Krishna. Others approach Krishna. Krishna, give me some money. Krishna, relief from me from distress. What's all, what's all this Krishna consciousness about anyway? But the jnani, the one who knows Krishna's glories, he lives in Krishna. 
And Krishna lives in such persons and is the support of such persons who make the world livable in and in this way support this world. We find in Bhagavatam when Durvasamuni approached Bhagavan Vishnu on the Vaikuntha planet manifested within this material world. Durvasamuni had seriously offended Ambarish Maharaj, the great devotee, and Durvasamuni was getting an instant reaction for that in the form of the Sudarshan Chakra chasing Durvasamuni. Durvasamuni, being very afraid, approached different personalities in the universe for shelter and eventually came to Lord Vishnu, who told, among other things, Vishnu told Durvasamuni, Sadhava hridayang mahyam sadhunang hridayang toham maranyatena jananti nahang tebyo managapi. Bhagavan Vishnu told Rasamuni that, well, you may think that you're a sadhu and people think of you as a sadhu, but as far as I'm concerned, this, the real sadhu is the one who always thinks of me. And such a sadhu, so just like my heart, because they take me as their heart. They don't know anything but me, and because of that, I don't know anything but them. Baladev Vidyabhushan gives his uh, understanding of this name in a similar way, particularly with reference to the gopis of Vrindavan. Baladev says that Krishna is the shelter, the nilaya of the gopis who are reservoirs, adhara, repository of good qualities. Or else, Baladev Vidyabhushan uh, says that Bhishma also has in mind, this is how Baladev sees, has, Baladev Vidyabhushan says that Bhishma says that he is named adhara nilaya, because the Lord, as the enjoyer of the Rasalila, rece- receives their respective qualities. He is the shelter of his beloved gopis, who are reservoirs of qualities such as beauty, loveliness, expertise in music, dance, poetry, and who are summoned by the sound of Krishna's flute in a full moon night of autumn. Just see how Baladev Vidyabhushan is linking this name, which seems like a very technical name and something concerned with the majesty of the Supreme Lord. He is linking it with the gopis and Rasalila. Vishvadhara is a term from the well-known verse from the Dhyana Shloka that, that is to be recited. Bhishma Dev himself has given it, uh, be recited before the Vishnu Sahasranama. Uh, so, so there's the, the well-known verse, Shantakaram Bhujagashayanam Padmanabham Suresham Vishvadharam Gaganasadrisham Meghavarnam Shubhangam 
लक्ष्मीका कमलनायनम योगिबे ध्यानगम्यम वंदे विष्णु भवबाय हरम सर्वोकनाथम so without going through all the names here i'll just note that vishvadhara is a name of vishnu given here uh, meaning he is the shelter of the whole universe and krishna if we want to take it from the bhagavatam perspective krishna is the shelter even of vishnu Radha Krishna <coughs> Shastri <coughs> takes it as one who is resident nilaya his 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 residence is in the panchabhutas in the earth water fire air and ether and he explains it <coughs> that it seems that the the five elements combine to perform different functions within our bodies for instance fire converts the food that we consume into blood stool lymphatic liquids and so on fire digests water carries it to different parts of the body uh, earth supports all the beings of this world and the earth element that that becomes constituents of parts of our bodies for the food that we digest but it is bhagavan who is present in all these elements who makes them work in the way they work fire digests water in the blood carries the digested food to different parts and bhagavan ensures that there's a mutual coordinate such that all beings function as a unit in good health and scientists have never really addressed this how does everything all work together so perfectly they try to explain it that well it's just like that <laughs> there's no explanation it's the supreme lord coordinates everything we know from the gita gama vishacha bhutani dharyami ahamojasa dharyami there we get dharyami from which the word adha is connected gama visha tabhutani dharyame ahamojasa pushnami choshadhi sarva somo bhutvarasatmakaha krishna says i enter the earth and hold it up and i i support all the living beings by my strength it's my power i nourish all the herbs by becoming the power or, or the the nourishing rasa that is produced from the moon so it's krishna who supports vishnu maintainer he's giving some idea of how he does it in this verse again we have in bhagavad gita aham vaishvanaro bhutva praninam deham ashrataha prana pana samayukta pachamyanam chaturvitam krishna as the fire of digestion they call it hydrochloric acid it's krishna the fire of digestion within the bodies 
of the living beings, he makes the fire of digestion, he makes the uh, inwards and outwards breaths coordinate, and in this way, between the fire and the air in the stomach, all the food, the different kinds of food, are digested. From Brihadaranyaka, Yah sarveshu bhuteshu tishtan sarvebhyo bhutebhyon taroyam sarvani bhutani na vidurya sarvani bhutani shariram yah sarvani bhutanyantaro yamayatyeshata atman taryam yamrita ityadi bhutam artadhyatmam Same kind of thing. He, referring to Vishnu, dwells in all beings, is therefore within all beings. They do not know him. His body is all beings. He controls all beings from within. He is the internal ruler, the, the Atma, Paramatma, the, the immortal. So, how is our body coordinated so perfectly, all the functions within? this It's Bhagavan. The body is the support of the Atma, of the Jivatma in conditional life, and Krishna is the shelter of that. Satyasandha Tirtha gives a very interesting explanation. If we take dhara to mean a downpour of rain, uh, dhara means a flow, so dhara can mean a downfall of rain. So, Satyasandha uh, <clears throat> Tirtha explains this in terms of the rain caused by Indra in Gokul, and this comes to the Govardhan Lila. So he explains it that the, the cowherd men and women, Gopalas and Gopis, they were suffering so much due to the severe downfall. So they're called Adhara. They were oppressed by this downfall. And Krishna gave protection by lifting the Govardhan hill. So he is the protectors of those who are suffering from heavy rainfall. Very beautiful explanation. Another meaning is that if it's taken anilayaha, not the shelter or the abode, uh, that the <clears throat> the demoniac people who are under the impression that they are the upholders and protectors of the world. He does not give them any shelter. He does not protect them. Therefore, he is Adhara Nilayaha. Wonderful, wonderful, Vishnu Sahasranam. So many deep insights into the personality of he who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead.
Here what we have is Nilaya is taken to mean in Adhara Nilaya means those who are demoniac. He's not the shelter. He's not the Nilaya. And he sends them to Niriya. Niriya means Naraka, means hell. Because there's a grammatical rule where R, the letter R, is interchangeable with the letter L. So very uh, scholarly insight that he is not the he is not the shelter of the foolish puffed up rascal demons, and he sends them to hell. Vanchakalpatarubhyascharkipasindubya evachapatita anam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha.